In, in Surah Al-A'raf, in the seventh chapter of the Qur'an, we find a very beautiful ayah within itself and then especially when you zoom out a little bit and you look at the placement of this ayah within the surah, the context of it within the surah, when you look at the ayat, the verses that you find immediately before it and immediately after it, it really helps us to, to understand this ayah in a more complete picture. But just to zoom in on this ayah specifically and to mention two brief points in regards to it, the first one is the most obvious point when Allah says, Ya Bani Adam, Allah addresses humankind and Allah tells us, Allah says, to dress decently when you go to any and every masjid, any and every uh, place of worship. So when you look at it at face value, the, prim- the primary meaning of it, dress decently when, when going to the masjid. A secondary uh, uh, not meaning but a reflection to take from it in a secondary fashion is not just regarding external beauty but also internal beauty it's not just about wearing especially for Jum'ah for example it's not just about wearing the nice garments and the nice clothing which is good and that's beautiful that's handsome that's that's wonderful mashallah but the idea is to couple that with internal beauty so that a person is not just showing up ready and prepared externally but also internally they're prepared internally that I'm showing up. If I can, I want to show up early. If I can, I want to bathe before going. If I can, I want to smell really good before going. If I can, I want to check these different boxes, right? Dot my I's and, and cross my T's as it relates to this transformative opportunity and experience of Jum'ah. And then within the khutbah itself, to sit quietly, to not be going through the phone and to not be talking to someone because... In the first place, we shouldn't be doing that anyways. If the Prophet mentioned والسلام, that you know at that time they shouldn't even be playing with the pebbles in front of them on the floor, the Prophet said that's a type of lahu. You shouldn't be doing that during Jum'ah. What the Prophet is teaching us is to be present as best we can and as totally as we can. To sit there and to reflect on whatever it is that's being said, wherever it is that a person goes for Jum'ah, and to try to take something away from it, to try to benefit from it, to reflect and think, how can I become a better person from this reminder? How can I become a better Muslim closer to Allah Azza wa Jal from this reminder, from this, from the talk, from the sermon? So we want to try to do both. There's the external beauty, but we also want to have internal beauty. In regards to internal beauty, I want to connect this with tomorrow specifically because chances are there are going to be a lot more people going for Jum'ah tomorrow than perhaps throughout the entire pandemic. Things are slowly but surely changing, inshallah, in the right direction for the better. This is what I want to mention briefly. If you see someone tomorrow, maybe you haven't seen them for a long time, for whatever reason, instead of asking where have you been, instead to ask how have you been. So they don't feel like you're kind of zooming in and, and, and you're looking at, you know, how come I haven't seen you in the masjid and, and how come this, how come... If you're just nice to them, if you're just kind to them, that internal beauty, and you share that internal, you know, musk with them, they're going to like that smell, they're going to want to come back time and time again. So to not make them feel uncomfortable. To, to, to be nice, to be kind, to ask them, how have you been? And you don't know what someone is going through. I'll conclude with this brief example. A couple years ago, I was talking to one brother and he mentioned to me privately that he was diagnosed with a serious illness. And because of that illness, because of that, he had lost a lot of weight. 
He lost a lot of weight. No one knew about that illness other than his immediate family. So none of his extended family knew. At some point, they went and they traveled, right, to go visit extended family in, in a different part of, uh, of the U.S., different part of the country. And all he heard from all these other family members, all they, were, all they were doing, they were cracking jokes about his appearance left and right, left and right, left and right. And he was telling me after the fact how difficult that was. They didn't know what he was diagnosed with. They didn't know the medication that he was taking. They didn't know the reality of his situation. So they took liberty to make fun of him basically for, if you think about it from his perspective, he's being made fun of for being dying, diagnosed with a serious illness. The point is, 